gift that keeps giving like babushka. Kush crushed up in the studio, rolling Kate Bush up. Extra, extra, it's Mr. Headlines. Who signed every contract? It's missed the deadlines. 40 days, 40 nights. Okay. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Guys, surprise episode. We're doing Denzel Curry's Unlocked and Jay Electronica's Written Testament. No, testimony, um, excuse me. We will be getting to a written testimony in a later episode. But today, we're going to be talking about Lil Uzi Vert and Dot Tolliver. Yes. Before we get into that, do you have a fact for us this week? Uh, fun fact, Jay Electronica dropped an album a few days yeah. ago. <clears throat> and Fun fact, we now believe in God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of you, we, we, we got kind of tagged on Twitter. We do believe in God. We believed yes. in God before. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's 100% confirmed. Not on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, Uzi, I mean, I was going to say 66% now. Yeah. But, I mean, Uzi dropped two albums, so it makes up for Playboy Cardi. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that, though. Yeah, Jake, give us um, some news, dude. On average, oh, Americans eat 18 acres of pizza every day. That's disgusting. That's that's incredible. That's disgusting. It's a vegetable. Did you, know, Pete, did you ever hear that when you were growing up? Pizza's a vegetable? No, who would say that? A bunch of rednecks were at Because live. tomato sauce? Probably a thing like the cheese, too, maybe. I don't that's know. That's stupid as fuck. I don't know. Sorry. It's just the area we're from, you know. That's like a fact that would come <laughs> I mean, I can get like behind french fries kind of because, I mean, technically it is a vegetable. And then you're adding vegetable oil. So if you're really wanting to be like it's an been, asshole It's about been it, fried and destroyed yeah, of any nutrients, but yeah, yeah it's a yeah, vegetable. If you, if you correlate vegetable with healthy, then it's not a vegetable. Yeah, it's not a vegetable at all. If you want to be a stickler, then... It kind of is. It's, it's an American vegetable, meaning it just but has pizza no pizza is nutrition. confirmed not a vegetable. Confirmed You've heard it to your first. Great. Um, <clears throat> so J-Rock announces that his album is 80% done. Do you care about that? Does that... I mean, I care because it's a TDE release, but I've heard that they're having a lot of trouble behind the scenes. Who Managers knows? leaving, like a lot of tumultuous shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if that'll affect J-Rock's album at all. Uh, nine double o five nine was the last release. Tell you whose album it won't affect. That'll be Kendrick. Yeah, because he's bringing the money. Um, no, yeah, the last one I wasn't too hot on, and I wasn't really too hot on the one before. I wasn't either. But the thing about nine double o five nine was it was um, it was received positively by I would say like a lot of the older heads in hip hop. Um, he he does have a certain delivery and style that is uh, that is necessary in hip hop, and it's yeah. exciting. Uh, Maybe we're not as hot on it, obviously, but I think I think it'll be good to hear what TDE's got to put out. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I mean, I will definitely tune in. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, Childish Gambino, who's now going, I guess, releasing music under Donald Glover, his true name, uh, put out a website this morning, donaldgloverpresents.com, and it was a live stream of an album, a new pack of music, whatever you want to call it. Um, we tried to get on it a few minutes ago and it wasn't working. So I don't know mm. if it's temporarily down or down for good. I'm sure you can go to YouTube and find it. I wonder if it if it could just because now the publicity's all on it. Now everybody's trying to get on there and it yeah. just crashed the site. It could have been that. So we'll see if that ever gets a full release. Ariana Grande was on it. Sizzle was on it. Those were the two names that I had read off off an article uh, yeah. about so the project. If if that gets a wide release, we'll definitely talk about it. And if we can find a reliable source to. Listen to it. We'll yeah. definitely talk about it further. You, you compared it to <laughs> Frank Ocean's album Endless. Yeah, well, I was like, when you called me, it was funny. Like, I was I was getting ready this morning. You called, and I was like, next thing you know, he's going to be building this staircase. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I got on it this morning, heard a little bit of it, and then I got, got ready. I was like, okay, it's going to come out. It'll be like an actual release. You heard a little bit of it? Yeah, but I just turned it off. I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, I'm going to get ready. Do you remember what listen. the style kind of was at all or anything? No. I mean, I, I clicked it. It was playing. I was like, awesome. Dang. Because I wanted to listen, but Dang. I was already up. I was getting ready. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. So it was kind of just like on in the background. Sort yeah. Of. I feel you. I feel you. It'll be interesting to hear what Gambino's got to put out. I mean, at this point, he... I mean, I still call him Gambino just because... Yeah, that's, all, who, that's, who, that's who I know him as. Yeah. Um, also, Community's coming to Netflix. So shout awesome. out to the Community fans. I, I love that show. And that was on... Uh, Donald Glover was on that before he really became Gambino. Yeah, but hilarious on that show. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it's a great show. He he's he's multi talented. I just don't know what what's next for him in regards to music. Yeah. So R. Kelly gets another <laughs> charge for knowingly giving women and they say women and girls. We all know by this point you can just put women. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, 
The sh- no. There's no more shock value children. anymore. Everybody knows. Children. He yeah. gave children herpes. Yeah, just, it's not, yeah he gave a lot it of It is people. what it is. <laughs> Rumor is he's given a lot of people herpes. You can take that interpretation no, I think how you that will. was in, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, oh, I think in, in Trapped in the Closet, it's AIDS. But, like, everybody gets AIDS at the end of it. <laughs> this, <laughs> That's his hip hop I'm glad to wrote. see the door. Like, it's finally slamming on R. Kelly. Yeah. It, he and he was a lit dude. He's illiterate. He ended up penniless. He's a pedophile. I mean, it's uh, it's not a great life or legacy that you left behind, really. Nope. That's that's crazy, dude. He was on top of the world. He had an album with Jay Z, who we'll be talking about. Which I know Jay Z doesn't want to be associated <laughs> with him in any manner. Yeah. But uh, if, just if Jay-Z I, and, and still... that's no shot at Jay Z. Jay Z has nothing to do with that sort of lifestyle. I, he has kids. He has a family. I'm, you know, as far yeah. as I know, he's not into that shit. But uh, and it's crazy how how far you can fall. And yeah. Bill Cosby too, pretending to be blind and tripping in jail. He was just putting Molly in bitches' water. You know. Yeah. You ain't even know. Yeah, I was going to say, get, back, yeah. get bring it back right into hip-hop. Um, <sighs> let's get into to Don Tolliver. Let's do it. Let's do it. Heaven or Hell, which, before we get into the album, so you sent me a text, supposedly, Sheck West's album is supposed to be some sort of interpolation Hell of that. Hell to Paradise. Okay. Um, he, he just announced it on um, that uh, Full Size Run. Oh, okay. He said that it was coming soon. And but that was way before Don Tolliver announced his album. Gotcha. So I'm wondering if Don skipped the queue. Maybe. Which you know, I'm sure Sheck is a team player. I'm not saying that's any or, slight yeah, to or, Don Tolliver. Or Sheck was just saying mine's coming soon. Like I, I can't tell yeah, you anything like more because yeah, Don is that's fair. first. That's fair. And to be fair, Don put this album out on iTunes is still independent. It just says at 2020. So no Cactus Jack, no Atlantic, no Interscope. That just says. It just it's still a strange thing to me because I'm sure they put it out that he had to put it out through his label. At, well, I'm saying like, is he at a point where he's out of a deal at this point? And I he's don't know. Just it, it's it, I don't know. I'm I was a little um, intrigued by that. We don't care about the label politics as much though. But yeah, he has Heaven to Hell, Hell to Paradise, and then I was like, what if Travis Scott's next album is called To Hell and Back? Yeah. So if and that if that, if that happens, happens, you did hear it here first. Yes. For sure, because I was just like, damn, that would be kind of cool if they went going with this whole, hem-. you know, uh, Don Tolliver explained it on uh, Peter Rosenberg's morning show. <laughs> uh, he explained it on there that uh, <laughs> he's a he's a Gemini and, you know, he wanted to see to show like the duality of the al- throughout the album, of good and bad, um, which. I don't know if you really hear that much throughout the album. No, I hear mostly just the really hell and the debauchery, which yeah, is fine. It's it's yeah. good. On the title track, he, you get that theme because he yeah. says heaven or hell. It's I the got title a story track to tell, right? Yeah, so like I get that. Like if you want to like really in, interpret it, like he's kind of saying, if I go to heaven, I'll have people to relate with. If I go to hell, I'll have people to relate with. Yeah, like, he's always gonna fit in and have a story to tell. With that voice, he can yeah. literally go anywhere. Like that is the truth. Like Mussolini looks over in, in the hell table. Apparently Mussolini and Hitler would be at the cool table of hell. And they're like, Easy. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, should we should we cut that out? <laughs> hey. You said it, not me. <laughs> uh, it, at least we know they're very there. captivating. Yeah. Yes. At least we know they're in hell. Of course, of course. If there's a hell, they're there. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Yeah. It's a he has a very interesting flow and Deliveries is crazy. I mean, I I just can't say enough. A lot of it is like you do see and hear where he draws a lot of influence. You can hear it from Travis, but he is from Houston as well. So obviously, Travis has been an idol and somebody he's looked up to for a while. But I do think he's original enough to kind of have his own lane and stand apart outside of the the Travis umbrella. Yeah, I mean, we've been giving him his props and and throughout. Because uh, you even said of hook lines and hip hop. You even said there was a, a few times I hear where he he reminded you of Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. At, at yeah, points. yeah, yeah. His his voice, his delivery. I wish I remembered what um, what song that was because I, I heard that comparison when I was driving over here, so I wasn't looking at the track list when I was listening. But um, yeah, I think it's just more so when the auto tune is kind of turned down a little bit. You could I could see a Don Tolliver and 
uh, Frank Ocean no, track. Like, yeah, I would love to hear that. Don't don't take this the wrong way, but could you see him kind of having almost a Post Malone type lane and blow up? Not that big. Not, not I that think big. his his delivery across genre. Maybe not that big of a blow up, but you think you could hear him in all the genres that like. He's maybe really Post Malone is he's very one. he's very much entrenched in hip hop. Um, his a lot of the best parts of the production on this project are due to the the drums, the eight oh eights, which I don't think Post Malone is very reliant on drums on the hip hop aesthetic even anymore. No, he he's leaned, really he leaned more into himself. Himself, I think. Yeah, no. yeah. He's leaned into the I'm not a rapper, I'm a rock star. And really he's the only person that can say that. Anybody else who says it is corny as fuck. Um because he truly does like even his music, I mean, Hollywood's bleeding is a lot more rock in most yeah. areas than it is rap. So I don't think Don Tolliver has the same uh, leaning on genres as Post does. And I, I really don't think that would do him well if he didn't lean on that more nocturnal hip-hop aesthetic. You know? Maybe. His voice is really built for those like 808 drums. You know, I just hope he doesn't go too commercial. Like the My one biggest, like, I, I don't know, drawback with the album was the fifth track, Wasted. Right. Tell me, tell, like, why, what made you draw it's back? Very pop album? sounding. I mean, I'm not mad at it. It just wasn't for me. Like, it was the hook. Yeah, and it's the it's the most commercial I think we've heard Don be. I think most people would probably agree with that. Do you think it had it had to do with the way he was singing that hook though, right? The way yeah, that kind of echoed. It was generic. Like yeah. usually, you see him doing his own thing, but it, he was pretty unique with with the sound on that track. Right, right. It, no, it I mean, was he was not unique with the sound on that track. No, it was more one of the more boring tracks, especially when you look at after party before it. Yeah. The trumpet in the beginning, it it kind of just it throws me for a loop every time I hear it. But it's like a welcome kind of throwing off, and it's such a simple concept, but it really works. And you could have had party song. No offense, but you could have had a deaf person rap it on that beat, and it still would have been good. (laughs) Mike Dean killed that beat. I I, shout out ending with the way it goes, and I it was and I pull out. How does he how does he finish that? Oh, okay, I pull up. Yeah. And that's how and it just, that echo just tapers out Mike Dean's. It reminded project. me a lot of of Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted yeah. Fantasy era, especially that the ending in particular. That and it's cool to see Mike Dean who's older, like collaborating with younger artists and even younger producers like Sonny Digital. He's definitely a residential I think Mike Dean is an unofficially Jack Boy, by the way. Yeah, but he at this point, yeah. I mean he I mean he didn't he produce he produced rodeo he produced he's, a lot of he rodeo. Had production credits on rodeo. Birds and he goes in the back trap. into my beautiful dark twisted fantasy with yeah. Kanye. I mean, he's been all over. God, Mike Dean really is like. But it's cool to if see. If you like, want to talk about influence in, in modern music, Mike Dean has his old his, white his guy. fingerprint. Is we on have all, one thing. At Rick Rubin too. Yeah. Rick Rubin especially in a lot of. You got to look at those kind of the people behind the geniuses. You yeah. Know? Those are those like, are the geniuses behind the geniuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Or the geniuses with facades of geniuses. Yeah, whatever. They're they're musical geniuses for sure. Mike Dean, um, I mean, I hadn't heard anything like that kind of smooth and infectious since the Highest in the Room outro. Oh, no. This, oh, God. Between Mike Dean and what Wonder Girl did on this album with Don mm-hmm. Tolliver, those two were the two real standouts, I think, in my opinion, with as far as production goes. Right. Um, what were some of your favorite tracks? Let's see, I got them down here. Euphoria. I think the um oh shout out to what's her name Cash Page Cash Page I I wrote, I wrote her name down she phenomenal had the, she had the majority of the writing credits on this and she actually tweeted like I can't believe she said how many months ago it was but she can't believe however many months ago I made this song in my room and now I'm on a song with Don I mean, and Travis Scott it's incredible and I, it reminded me a lot of the song that SZA and Travis did yeah and Travis was it used, was very similar it was used very he was very minimal. Yeah, very minimal. It was tasteful Travis. though, and you knew when it came in. Like Travis came in smooth as fuck. He gave he gave Dom Tolliver a better feature on Euphoria than and almost all of the Jack. And he Boy doesn't tape. steal the spotlight either. No, 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 never. Like I think, and I hate to take this away from SZA, but that's one of my favorite Travis features. Yeah, and me he too. He almost kind of steals the show, in my opinion. Well, it's like Drake, you and know? I'm not a SZA fan. I mean, I, I really like SZA, but I'm not a, like I don't I'm not a ride or die yeah, like, SZA. I like fan. Control, but I like I yeah. like it because of. That yeah, song so too. to me, I think Travis makes that. But this song, he doesn't outshine Don, and he doesn't really outshine Cash Page. It's, it's minimal. It was done, I think, 
perfectly. Very Perfect. conservative. I think Cash Page, her honestly, her vocals hit me first, and she really kind of made me love that track initially. See, like that's that's the kind of voice I like hearing paired with with Travis. Right. That's why I said the what's Rosalia from mm. the Highest in the Room remix. Oh, I said God. their sound, their voices could sound really, really well together. Not but the way not she the was way used. they did it on Highest in the Room. Right. Okay. This was a better example of how he can use that. And Don Tolliver also, I think he, um, I would say that he was really in his element. He was pushing his vocals to in the upper register a few times in that song, which I think was kind of interesting. It, yeah, the falsetto he uses in that track. It, it set him apart from Travis, too, because, you know, I'm sure he hears that people com- compare him to Travis Yeah, you don't want to come in like... Exactly <laughs> the same as the guy who's more famous than you, too. Like, yeah. No disrespect to Don Tolliver. But, yeah, he, he, did, a, he did stand out and... You know, it, it's it's a hell of a hell of a badge that track. Uh, Cardigan is incredible. After Party is wonderful. Um, I think after that it dropped off a little bit for me. Uh, no photos was really good though, and then no idea. Well, you like can't feel my legs a lot. Oh yeah, single. yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, that that's a it's a, it's still a good single. I think even in the context of the album, it really fit in yeah. better. We need to talk about Cardigan. Um, that was a song that had some clips leaked and then like a unfinished version of it leaked. If you, and this is a, a challenge, anybody listening, if you go to any Don Tolliver post like prior to this and even probably still now, you will find at least 10 comments that say drop cardigan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was as bad as the drop Astro World meme. And people still on you, Travis's posts put drop Astro World. <laughs> you remember, um, what was that song that, oh, uh, hang on. Oh, it was Uzi who had it. Or not Uzi, I'm <laughs> Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. Can't, uh... My, I'll go M.I.A. I'll just blow my brains. Damn. I, I know the song, but I, I can't he, tell you uh, the name. Diplo, Diplo produced it also. Oh, Wish? Wish. Yeah. Dude, that song, he kept teasing that on Instagram, and it was the same sort of just effect. Yeah, so that song was huge. I hate that it leaked, because it was such a good song. Yeah. Um, and this is, I think, probably one of the times that you maybe hear him get a little introspective. The, the line, thought I was a goner, blessed to your honor. Like, mm-hmm. at first, the first few times I blew past it, I was like, he's just singing. And then I was like, no, he's, like, he's talking about getting like, he thought, mercy. Like, he thought he was going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real, th- like, a real struggle that African Americans had to deal with all the time sure. is the disparaging sentencing in the criminal justice system. Yeah. Also, I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's not uncommon we hear that sort of story in hip hop as well. Yeah, so I I thought it was cool to see him kind of get a little introspective, but he's kind of like Travis that way. I think if he he can to... get introspective enough to where and think about this, all pop music is introspective enough to put yourself into the picture. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the best pop music is not really the artist telling you word for word what's going on in his life. It's more so using a broad stroke to perfect, just paint. Perfect like, example: George Michael's song "Faith." Right, you gotta have faith. Like that could right. apply to anything. Anything. Yeah. Anything at all. You could be any religion. You yep. gotta have faith. Or no religion. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. You 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 can have no religion still have faith in something. Yeah. So that's a good point. Um, some of my favorite tracks. I really like the intro track, um, tied in well to the, the, the what he he told to Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so heaven or hell, I liked a lot. Euphoria, cardigan, after party. I like can't feel my legs. That one was a single. Uh, mm-hmm. Candy. I liked that one a lot. We talked about Can't Feel My Legs. That's kind of why I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's good, but I've talked about it enough before. Um, had Enough, just like I said for the Jack Boys, loved the song, or the sound Don was going for. Only problem is they had the stale two-thirds of the Migos could, on there. I could not get, I, when I free, every time I first hear it, for the first minute, I'm like, if you took a good If you song. took them off and gave Don another verse, it'd have scored an eight. Yeah, it would like, have. You're right. It would have changed. Them just, it would have totally changed the song completely. I think he just wants to keep Migos on there. Yeah. You know, Spaceship was my favorite track by far. That's no so photos and no idea. That's so crazy to me that Spaceships is your favorite. I'm down with the sound. Yeah. I I, I don't. It it's still one of my least favorite tracks, but honestly, this whole project together, I really can't complain overall. I think. Dom Tolliver did a hell of a job, and he put out. Uh, overall, it was a good. It was a good. Oh, it's effective debut album. Yeah, Absolutely. it's a good debut album. Great debut. I mean, there, there were spots where it could have been stronger. I think using newer songs would have been better too. I think like 
I mean, there was there were too many singles or songs on Jack Boys, you know, like Had Enough, we've heard yeah. before. Can't Feel My Legs, we've heard before. No Idea, we've heard before. Um, and it's only 12 tracks, so uh, it would have been nice. And Cardigan, we had, we had kind of heard, but everybody wanted that one out, including myself. And, and shout out to him for not pushing the album back. Like, a lot of, like, there were some big names dropped this in this time. You had Jay Electronica. You had Lil Uzi Vert drop two albums. This would have been an easy time to like say, okay, let's wait and have our moment. But they stayed stayed strong, put the album out. And I think it's still being talked yeah. highly among all yeah. these that have dropped. For sure. I mean, we're talking about him. And he, he was a, I mean, with all due respect, he kind of jumped the queue over Meg The Stallion. And um, who else were we going to review? Uh, G. Erbo. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. I think we're just. I think we might just hit on them later. It just so much dropped. Yeah, we I mean, can't like. It's kind of too late right now. We're gonna be honest. We're gonna talk about what's gonna be talked about, and right. I think even without that, these albums were had. I guess appealed to us more than. Yeah. Megan. I'm more. I'm more. I'm more likely to listen to Don Tolliver, and I've been Don Tolliver, and I've been waiting to hear. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty on brand. Like if you go listen to Jack Boys, it's it's the sound go is very. Go listen to Donnie yeah. Womack. It's still very similar. I it's would very say. on brand. Uh, I'm very excited to see where he goes from here. I think he really has a good spot in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. He's he did really well to uh, not do too much. Yeah. There, I think there is such thing as uh, not doing enough, which. Arguably, that's some of what I would complain about on Uzi's project, but not doing too much where you hit that sweet spot of good songs, a good project, but not overloading the fans with, yeah. you know, 16 tracks or 17 and tracks. Part, part of the appeal with him, too, is sound is familiar enough to be listened to widely, right? but unique enough to really build his own fan base yeah, I think he, outside he, of the one that he kind of adopted from Travis. Like, a right. lot of his fans are... Travis fans, yeah, and it's kind of like a dynasty or or by association. But I think as he grows, I think he's unique enough to branch out from that. The good thing I would say about all of Jack Boys, I don't think they rely on the label. Even Check West, which I mean, on Spaceships, I liked his feature a lot too. Um, I think he he stood out and he held his own. Uh, they they all are able to fit up. Uh, occupy a space in hip-hop separately but then also together which tde's like that a lot a lot of the the groups now that we have the label groups we have now are so much better than the ones in the past i think yeah let's be honest i mean we talk about young money and we talk about uh maybach music but really <laughs> jake why did you laugh as because, soon as i said it maybach because music? maybach music back then who were we talking it was only rick ross and meek dropping but they had staley on that roster they ace had hood. ace hood gunplay yeah. they had all these people just shelved and the only yeah. people that you're hearing about was ross and Meek. oh young money was the team of shelved artists yeah i mean that's that's what i mean though now it's yeah the rosters are and smaller it's, but it's like everybody gets a chance to shine and it's a diverse sound now yeah. too. Yeah. Like another example, I think, and their start is still kind of growing. Is Dreamville? Like you have J Cole, he's got his sound. You've got J, he's gang, in his thing. Jid, they're Earth all gang, doing yeah, they're all thing. doing their own thing for sure. The only oh, one. Oh, oh, let's 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 not. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm not just to prove that we're not dick riders or anything. Even Odd Future was a lot of yeah, it was very filler different. and shelved, but it was like shelved artists. Kind oh, of. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those artists didn't really go on to do to accomplish much but it were they shelved or was it just like oh i'll do this yeah like, i mean i mean it's hard to tell Ta that dynamic. taco and jasper weren't gonna go on to make any albums yeah. or anything but um i think really, the ones that really had the talent to still do it are still doing it that's true that's true yeah they're also but they kind of had to split apart i think jack boys can jack boys tde dreamville all of them can stay a group yeah Keep making music and and make money together. I don't know how long that lasts. You know, yeah, that's and, the and Jack Boys may not be going for like a record label group. This may just be like kind of a thing no, they're I doing. Think, in it, I think they're just the VIP list that get Travis's shoes when they drop. Like that's really the only perk to be like on a, Jack Boys. Like the email, like hey. email chain yeah, list. Yeah. Dude, they what if they? You know, it's fucked up. What if they still had to buy their shoes? Like oh, Travis buddy. is like, I'll send you the email, dude. Yeah. All right, chill. Will Download have, sneakers. Will they have my size? <laughs> Download sneakers would be the coldest thing to hear from your nah, artist. That man's made Jordan so much money. For sure. He could probably call him up and say, hey, I need another run of 15. Yeah. And you know those are getting made. For sure. What are you rating this? 
It scored a 7.3, so but I don't think it was strong enough for me to give it the curve. So you're so giving it's a, it seven? It's a seven. I'd give it. I'd give it like a six and a half for me. Because I like it, and I'm gonna. It, a lot of these songs made it into my rotation. I'm gonna keep listening to it and see yeah. if more make it in. But there's about four, three or four that made my my heavy rotation list. The ones I think my best tracks all made my rotation, and it was. But it's a it's a solid project for yeah. sure. I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Definitely, definitely, definitely go check it out if you like Jack Boys, Travis. Any sort of trap music nowadays, yeah. you know, you'll love it. You'll yep. love it for when sure. When we get back, we're gonna talk about the Lil King. Uzi Vert. I'm okay, easy. The King. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert versus the World Two or Eternal Take Deluxe. However you want to look at it, we'll be talking about Eternal Take Deluxe. Yeah. All right. When we come back. See you. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. I can tell the ice hotel is where my heart is cold as mucus from a stale. I remember to remember life is a bitch, so no, I can never kiss a tail. Like, wish me well, cause life is hell and double a Z because a nigga only care about Chanel. I've been knocking knees with birds and bees, been overseas with oh bitches who don't speak English well. Shout out Ski Man. It's you! <laughs> Bing blow! <laughs> That's Make em Run off of members only. Is that volume three? That's volume three. Yeah. That was the one from last year. Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace to X. Yes. Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, before we get into Lil Uzi Vert, what you rocking today? Can't talk Lil Uzi Vert and not talk fashion. Oh, yeah. I'm rocking a Balenci, Balenciaga Balenci, jeans. Balenci, 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 Balenci. <laughs> Balenci, Balenci, Balenci. Here's what, I, here's what I was thinking. Since this is an audio-only podcast, let's instead run our fantasy wearing. Like, what would we wear Like, if we were just sauced up right now? You know what I mean? So just okay, go ahead. I was just sauced up. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just gonna. I'll do my. I'll do my outfit first. Okay. So I'm wearing a. Uh, I'm wearing an Allen Iverson Sixers jersey with. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> with the Looney Tune LeBron uh, 16 collabs that just came out. Okay. And um, some uh, off white gym shorts. Trinidad James in the building, everybody. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate on him. He's got his diff. He's he's he's, he's different. awesome. He's different. I, yeah, I can't wear what he wears. No, it's uh, James Wu. Yeah. Um, no, to be honest, if if I was really gonna just wear whatever I wanted to wear yeah. here, Carhartt. Probably, nah, it'd probably be like a black Versace robe <laughs> and like the utility black Yeezys <laughs> and nothing else. That's what he's wearing like right now. Raw guys. dog under that shit. As far as y'all know, he's in a Versace robe. No, with, what was the shoes? <laughs> The utility black seven hundred oh, with the gum sole. with the gum sole with the gum sole. I yeah, because it kind of pop off the gold. I feel like, on the Versace <laughs> I like that. Rub. I like yeah. that. You're cracking the code. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no real sneaker drops. I did take a huge L on the uh, SB dunks though. Okay. Drop took a huge fight. The regular fat dunks. Out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 You get people scrambling if you say SB yeah, dunks. No. The Syracuse and the uh, yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky Jones. I tried to get the. I would have even gotten the Syracuse, but they were sold out quick too. Orange is a hard shoe. It is hard, but I was it's, like, I just want to. It's dunk. harder than red, I think. Wow, really? Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, I do. I wear a lot of green, so I feel like yeah. orange and green kind of earth yeah, tones. I could make it work, yeah. but I'm for me, red is damn near impossible because I just, I just don't rock with red. No, in, in all seriousness, I have on a pair of Sesame's, a pair of these like green shorts. His first outfit was serious too, guys. Yeah. And then like a diamond supply T-shirt. I love the diamond. I'm I like diamond because we grew up with it. But I feel like everybody now looks at it because Zumi sells it. They're like, oh fuck it. You yeah. Know, no, I try to go it. like the simple, some of the like the big like all over print stuff. I can't do, but small print, we get it. Yeah, I don't want all over print shit to ever come back in style. No, I'm good on that. I like the blank blank canvas yeah, sort of absolutely. sort of lifestyle for sure. So. Lil Uzi Vert versus the world too, guys. So he gave us Eternal Take, and he gave us a sequel to Lil Uzi Vert versus the world. Really, this is two different albums. Yeah. Do you feel like they were recorded in the same no. session? Because it's totally different sounds. It's totally different sounds. I feel like... I mean, see how long this album took to get here. How many times did it get completely switched or okay i'm taking this batch of songs off i'm putting this batch on it got pushed back yeah. a couple times there's no telling how many like 
artistic changes Lil Uzi Vert made to this. Um, but there is a staunch difference in the two different albums, for yeah. sure. I, they're, they're nowhere recorded in the same time. So I've heard some people say, I mean, of course there's going to be the, oh, Eternal Take is better than Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2. But uh, I, I I like to think that these are two separate albums, even though he's labeling as the deluxe version of Eternal Take. It's yeah, it's two separate albums. Dude, We're gonna I, that that's how I see it, and I think that's how it needs to be treated. Can we also say that like streaming has ruined the concept of what an album is to oh, people? Oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody even knows what what an what is an album anymore. Yeah, I mean, even Drake, he put out a playlist. Like it's kind of like, oh, I'm gonna skirt around this in case it fails. It was a playlist. This is a collection of songs. I'm wondering if it's just a. Um, I wonder if it's a legal thing, like getting more money some way if they label it a certain way. Maybe because this is this is a gimmick. Like I feel like this was just a way to boost Eternal to take sales. Maybe by putting it as the deluxe version or, as opposed or could to it a separate have been album. Maybe, or could it have been maybe the response to the fans who heard all these leaks coming out and really wanted that to be on the album? And he said, "Okay, I can just give you these." But why wouldn't he just make it a separate project then? Why do you put it as Eternal Take Deluxe? Do you see what I mean? It's not like you can look up Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2 and just play that. They tacked it on to Eternal Take, meaning I guess if you're streaming Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2, you're technically streaming Eternal Take. Yeah, I guess. You see what I mean? It's a streaming game. It's just a game to boost the streams because shout out to Uzi. He did 313k first week, which is which is outstanding numbers. Nobody's doing that right now. Um, but it feels like a gimmick to, to it, up the streams. Yeah, it kind of is. It is, it is. But I will say, jumping into it finally, Myron, the first track, I loved it. I felt like it was immediately just a throwback to um, Love is Rage 2, a lot like that 2016, 2017, very nasally singing. It was, you know, crooning. <laughs> that's, that's the one where he says, when I fuck her from the front, it sound like she dying. Yeah. You're 83 and a half pounds, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah. I, it's a uh, house way. How, how Uzi? Yeah, yeah. He, he's not. He's not. You're not doing that. Apparently, he tweeted that the fan base named that track Myron on a tweet on the twelfth of is, this month. Is Myron? Who is Myron? Is I don't that know. Just is that know. a character? Couldn't I'm tell gonna you. look this up. You tell me about tell me about Lotus because that was you weren't a big fan of that one. I give it a six. Um, shout out Don Cannon. Don Cannon had the biggest beat production on that track, which I thought was kind of odd. Don Cannon's usually kind of more of a, a little more old school, not mm-hmm. a name you typically hear. Um, <laughs> it's all right. He he starts off. He says, "Tired of her, give her to my friend." That's, That's gross. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. glad that you said that because <laughs> I literally gross. put hyphen gross. It is. It is. There there were some like kind of cringe worthy lines, mean, but the it, hook is catchy, and I think that's what fans wanted, and I feel like. It's very on brand, no replay value to me, but I think, like I said before, I think this is kind of appealing to the fans that wanted it to be more just typical Uzi, and they got trying to be more artistic Uzi, maybe a little bit with the mm-hmm. original Eternal Take. But it sounds like every Uzi song we've heard before. The, that's the problem I have with Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2. What, what happened is there are some artists who, when they get backlash from their fans about a project... Should be read. Uh-huh. Uh, no, 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 not Trippy Red. They stick to their guns. But I think now the way the artists are coming in and out so quickly, if you do that, you can quickly lose steam. Yeah. So I think to satiate the fans, which now that you say it, Trippy Red, yes, he had <clears throat> he had that one album that nobody talks about. Exclamation mark. Right. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And then he immediately put out, not immediately, but soon after put out, a love letter to you for going back to the brand that art he knows his fans like. Yeah, it was definitely less polarizing. Went back to the screaming. He, you know, came out with a good with a good album. Hold up, let me talk my shit. Go ahead. That's it. That's what he said in the track. I know the Grinch. Yeah, Sean okay. the Grinch. But I thought you were gonna go off after that. No, <laughs> I'm a little subdued today. Yeah. Um, no, but that's true. It's easy to switch up and. And then I'm, the fans just automatically think like. This is so much better now. I would have rather seen Lucy stick to his guns and just leave Eternal it, Take alone. I thought Eternal Take, like, it's not the hit maker that 
But neither is this one. Like, I don't hear yeah. the big hit on this side either. There's uh, there's not one, I don't think. And I, I give this one even less credit because it sounds redundant compared to Eternal Take. Yeah, Get the Guap is the only one I can see getting kind of big. And that's because Young Thug's feature... Why did, He does such good features for certain. Like He does very good no features for what Lose. He d- dude, for everyone, though. Yeah. Like, he really... It's, it's, hold on. Okay. Footnote, except Hang for on. strawberry pills. Okay, yeah, 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 that's fair. Okay, strawberry pills only. But that's not. That's not. I don't think that's Thug's fault. It's just a terrible hook yeah. and sound and song name and concept. No one should ever listen to it ever again. Uh, gonna you trash for that one too. But he he really takes. I think he takes features seriously. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's some artists who sound like. If they, I think. Even oh, he does. He does take features seriously because I read an article about something the other day. Somebody's album was supposed to have a Young Thug feature on it. Yeah. And Young Thug said, "Please don't do it. I, I don't. I'm not clearing my vocals for that. It was too long ago. Yeah. Like the sound was too different. He, he recorded over a year and a half ago, and he didn't want it coming out. Other artists respected that, and it didn't come out. Yeah, he's. He, you can definitely tell he just he know he reads the climate, and he puts out his verse accordingly. So, shout out to him for that. Another phenomenal feature was Dirk. <laughs> Do you want to praise Lil Dirk or trash Nav? Let's now? praise Lil Dirk. Okay. Let's give Lil Dirk his flowers. We'll There's always that. time to trash Nav. Literally, oh my god, we just need to play. Have you seen DJ Academics watching Nav? Yeah. On stream? Just play that shit. It's so good. Um but oh, uh, Lil Durk, really, uh, two two uh, drill drill rap legends on this project, Chief Keef and Lil Durk, yeah, both did their thing. But Lil Durk, Lil Durk the show on that, I think. Pow! I think he even beat out Young Thug's feature because, I mean, he murders that beat. Yeah, just just great track. Um, it's it's my it's the highlight of this of this side of the project. The, the only I'll, I'll tell you the one problem I have with no auto. Is Lizzie Vert saying, I'll knock a N-word down like he's the size of Dave East. Again, <laughs> you are 82 pounds. Like, this dude really thinks he's bigger than everybody. Have you ever heard of a Napoleon complex? Yeah, like little man syndrome. Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard from other rappers that he might have. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's really like demanding and shit. And I'm like, which, I mean, you know, I don't know him. But that, that, could, be, that could be coming out in the lyrics for sure. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was a great track. I really liked to hear from Lil Dark. What do you have any other highlight songs or tracks um, off that one? Get the Guap. Um, Uzi's vocals are extremely smooth. I'm get the Guap. The, the, probably the smoothest I've ever heard. Like no no rock influence. Like it was just very smooth. It's got the Guap, isn't it? Yeah, got, got the, the Guap. Sorry, saying get the Guap. Uh, got the Guap. He already got it. Thug does a little bit of backing vocal for Uzi on the hook, and then Thug has a very very solid verse, like we've already mentioned. Uh, so I like that one. Um, the Young Nudie feature was all right. It was, he, it was he's, not stellar. He's weird I, to me. Like, I did not I, like that one. I can't tell who he's trying to be. Like I, I hear Playboy Cardi. I hear Young Thug. I hear Lil Baby. I just It's like he's a chameleon. Like Every line is somebody different. I think he's kind of just... That, that goes to show you he's one of the... He needs to find his sound. Yeah. You know a, when they say like an artist hasn't found their sound? I think he's a big example of that. I just I don't see what the connection was like. Why Young Nudie and Lozy Vert? Clout. Well, the, there's a Pierborn. Clout. Pierborn did that beat, so I get it. Pierborn's done stuff for Young Nudie. Clout. Jake. Clout. <laughs> Does Young Nudie really have clout though? It, it doesn't you matter. Pick somebody better. It doesn't matter if they're on like TikTok or something. They have clout. Yeah, true. Which let's be honest, Uzi is big because of like TikTok dances and shit. Um, the only other one that I really really liked was Yesersky. 21 Savage, you trashed it the other night when we were yeah. talking about it in person. And then when I went back I and was, listened to listen, it. I was, listen, guys, I was in my cup, as I like to say. Okay. I was in my cup I've when we were drinking. listening. You know, I've been drinking. Yeah. We, um, I was pretty. Once yeah. I went back and listened, a lot of my opinions changed from that night. Well, I'm going to gonna t- I'm give you a little background on that track. Yeah. So. This is confirmed. Um, yeah, sure. This, it, this track was confirmed? supposed. Yes, this yeah, track sure. was supposed to be on "I Am Greater Than I Was." Uh, Travis or Twenty One Savage was credited as the primary artist on this one. And you, if you go back and listen to it, it sounds it's, like a 21 it's Savage. all Twenty One Savage with one little Uzi Vert verse. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Savage stole that one. If it would have been on that track, it would have been a good. I think it would have been a hit. Wasn't there an Uzi feature on "I Am Greater Than I, I Was"? I didn't go back to it that much. I don't remember. 
It was a good album. It was nominated I'm, for a I'm Grammy Luke, last year. I'm lukewarm on uh, that track. I, I don't know why. I just can't can't really fully get behind it yet. Maybe it'll I just love, take me I love listens. hearing 21 Savage say, Yes, Shersky. Yes, Shersky. Yes, <laughs> it's incredible. Sensational. Sensational. Oh. No, I like that. Pierre Bourne and 21 Savage, anytime they're together, it's going to be hot. I'm trying to see if there was, a, there was any other ones. Being with Chief Keef, I mean, I, Chief Keef, really kind of forgettable feature. Yeah, I, I, that's what I wrote. I put always good to hear Chief Keef. <laughs> yeah. That was about all. <laughs> it's kind of like Wayne. A Gucci main, kind of a Gucci Mane feature now. Like when you yeah. hear Gucci Mane, like, always good to hear him. Just keep grinding. Yeah. You know, like, it's nice keep, to see him. Keep doing sit ups, Gucci Mane. <laughs> Keep doing sit-ups. I, d- I did want to say, though, that Chief... Because Uzi really kind of emulates Chief Keef's like, flow, flow and sound on this. Right. Chief Keef does not get enough credit for his influence, and that's on my mom. He No, like, I think he does. I mean, Chief Keef is like the godfather of a lot I think of... he needs more. A lot of the lils. Yeah. A lot of the lils come from Chief Keef as well. Um, uh, the, the shirts off, the music videos, the, the dirt bikes... Um, just the yeah, the dirt bikes too. That was a lot of Meek Mill in Philadelphia. That's no, huge in but, Philadelphia. But, yeah, yeah. I think any um, it's it's big in Chicago too. Apparently, just like off roading and shit. I don't I don't actually know if that's true. I'm fucking. They don't off road too much in this. But city. they did have Vice. They had that Vice documentary where they yeah, was well, just ripping through. Now his there's yard. now there's like dirt bike gangs in all these cities. But oh, it, but it was Philly. It was that Philly. That? that was huge, okay. and that was well. This is the same city that tore themselves apart for the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> Philly, they, were they the ones who started buying up all the toilet paper too? Every we did that. Let's not even get yeah, into that. We did let's that. Not, you're right. Fucking COVID nineteen. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's hard for me. I want to really like this project. I want to really praise it. But to be honest with you guys. It's a little underwhelming hearing Uzi come back to this sound and well, after this. I mean, P2 was better than any of these tracks. Yeah. If he wanted to go back to that kind of style. Yeah, and I liked what he did, like, with... I think there was so... Like, it was so experimental, the sound with, like, Futsal Shuffle in that way and even P2 and the rest of the stuff and Baby just, Pluto, even. Yeah, it just didn't really stack up. So when you had Eternal Take come out and we didn't really have anything bad to say about it, we were like, this wasn't what we were expecting. Right. It wasn't as heavy hitting as the rest have been. So in, in the back of our mind is kind of a stumble. Then you put this out and it doesn't hit and you're like, eh. yeah, like this, that's desperation. I don't think it's desperation. I think also, like you said, there's a lot of time. No, no. Uzi's not desperate. He, he did 331,000 units. That's not desperate. Why not wait and do 331 units again in a month? Like later. Yeah. Well, I think like you said, a lot of these were leaks. So, he wants to give the fans the songs now. Because fans were really pissed off. Like, Myron was a big one. Lotus, I know, was a Bean big one. Bean was a big one. Like, a lot of people wanted to hear Bean. So, I, it makes sense that this had to come out now. I think Uzi was doing right by his fans. And I commend him a lot for that. So, I don't know. It maybe. Just, it, it'll be. It, it's it just not stains bad. It more. It does, it's not bad, but it just stains it more to me. That it came out so soon yeah. after Eternal Take. Like, you should have. You wanted him to give Eternal a take and a I chance mean, to I'm breathe. not a I'm not a Uzi fan, so I may be like wrong in that. I mean, if Travis dropped two albums, yeah, you, know, you would be days, hype as fuck. You'd wish that <laughs> would yeah, happen. I, I get it. I You'd can play devil's advocate. I know that I can. I'm, I can tell you, and I'm being biased. Jay Electronica put out ten. Look, look at me. Look at me. Jay Electronica put out ten songs, and Jay Z took most of the verses. Look, if, you if, think I'm not crying uh, right I now? I thought you were about to say Jay Electronica is going to drop another album. No, 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 no. If I was going to say I may never hear it again. If that happens, I'll go put a straw in the lake out back and drink the whole damn thing. <laughs> so that's how that's how much I know that won't happen. Listen, all I'm saying is the fans get to eat, and fans are happy when they get to eat. So Uzi's just pleasing the people. With this project, and because of that, um, let's just jump into our the favorite tracks. For me, it was Myron, Bean, No Auto, What's Up, and Got the Guap. Okay, uh, Got the Guap, I liked a lot. No Auto, I did like the hook on Come This Way a lot, but the track itself wasn't wasn't hitting for me. Yeah, wasn't hitting for me. Um, what's up with Future? Yes, Sirski, the Twenty One Savage, and that's about it. My, we, we forgot to track trash nav though, so we've got to come back. Let's just trash not, nav. Let's just not. No, let's do it. Let's do it. 
I, and the reason I want to is because I need a four Nike. If you go to You're, Lil Uzi's page on Twitter, oh, it's just some fan, no, some no, 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 some fan said, "Will there be a nav feature?" Like wanting one. Yeah. And he said, or he said, like, "Please tell me there's a nav feature." If you go find the tweet, you'll they see. They have a lot of music together, by the way. They do have a lot what, of music who together. The fuck cares? You know why though? Because Uzi always needs that weekend connection, so he has to give Nav a spot. I guess. After hours tour is gonna start if COVID doesn't kill it. You know, Uzi's got to jump on that tour too. That track was not good. Yeah, that was Nav being Nav being Nav being Nav being Nav. Yeah. And if Farna can't listen to Nav, but what say I told you, what I told you is that that was one of the best Uzi, Uzi verses on the track. On the beat sounded just really like pretty. Young Thug, like it. You could really hear the Young Thug influence out of Uzi. Yeah. But what a and, and to leave it the last time, what a horrible <laughs> taste to leave in my mouth. Well, that's I guess that's why thankfully when it jumps And it was a nav track. You heard Uzi one time. Yeah. I did hear Nav three fucking times. It was mainly Nav care doing the heavy lifting. But again, the good thing is like baby Pluto's immediately after that. So Damn Nav really ruins everything. <laughs> if he was not on Yosemite, it would be a twelve out of ten. I would I still am okay with Yosemite. <laughs> I, I love do that song. His, I do mute his part though. I just turn it down. Just turn it all the way down. <laughs> turn it right back up. <laughs> it's a six out of ten. You gave it a six? I, the, I, the whole album as a whole. I gave yeah. leaders that song a four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, the worst tracks were Lotus and Leaders. Okay, I didn't hate Lotus. It was a six, but I didn't I was, hate it. I was just kind of I'm very bored by it. But I did like I liked the beginning of that track. It just felt like it went nowhere the entire time. Like I was listening how a lot of to this build go. up. Yeah, it was, I was listening to this large build up in the beat, and it just went nowhere. And I was like, fuck. Okay, I guess. And that's how I felt afterwards. It was just kind of an unfulfilling experience for me yeah. as an Uzi fan. Um, but again, I'm happy the fans get to eat. So for that, I'll give it a, a five. Yeah. What you been listening to? <sighs> Kenny Beats and Jay Electronica? Uh, yep. Definitely those two constant rotation. Um, I've also been listening to Chica Industry Games. Shout out to her. Um, that's going to make my mid-year. Without a doubt. And funny enough, she has a song called Balenci's. Is it good? Please check it out. Please check it out, guys. And definitely check out Industry Games off that project and Crown. Um, been listening to Jay Electronica, but we're going to review that one for you guys, so I won't talk about it anymore. And um, I was listening to Young Lean, Boy Life in EU, is a song that he put out. Pretty good track. Definitely check that out. Um, I've been listening to Jay Electronica because we're going to talk about that, so stay tuned for that episode. Um, been listening to that a lot of Lil Uzi and Don Tolliver. Um, let's see, we'll go, we'll go a little deeper. We'll put, let's see what iTunes says I've been listening to. Right. Because um, I'm sure it's more than that. Playing any R and B? Pop Smoke? No, not not too much R and B. Um, Pop Smoke. Been listening to some ASAP Rocky. Um, we listened to testing the other night, and I went back and listened through through all of it. It was all right. I liked it more than I did, of course, the first time. But I think it's one of those that it was like overly, overly hated. Yeah. Because it was experimental, but if you go back to it, there's a lot of good moments there. I tried to go listen to Chalumbo, the Janae Iko album. The problem I just shout out to her. She did one hundred fifteen thousand this week. It was okay. Yeah. I just nothing to me is better than Sail Out. A little EP she did with Ad Absol Kendrick and Childish on it. Um, that was a very special. She was just coming into her career really around that time, but that was her her introduction for me was when she did um she did the song with Gambino. Yeah. Um, something about laying in bed. Oh, you bed piece. It? Yeah, bed piece. No, and I went back and uh, listened to some Ti. No mercy. Do you remember that? That was the black cover with him with his head down. Um, that's really it. Dope. Dope. What's the writing prompt? All right. What profession do you feel is too greedy and why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> finance, finance managers, anything in the banking industry. Um, I mean, banking in general. It just feels like it's it's a bit of, it's a weird concept, the I bank. Like swinging a miss. Putting, just putting your money in the bank. Swinging a miss. Letting it sit there. 
And then this Politics. guy just sitting on it for you. <laughs> Politics. Just going nowhere. That's the worst. That's the grittiest Politics, profession. you think? Yeah, because I think politicians... Those kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, because politicians, to me, the majority of them aren't politicians. They're in it for their dollar. The, the thing that I like about the coronavirus is... <laughs> <laughs> Six lines in hip hop. Sponsored by COVID nineteen. Sponsored by COVID nineteen. Uh, the thing that I like about it is it's really putting everything into perspective, and you really realize how much politics doesn't matter when the world feels like it's about to collapse. Yeah. Like when, and and I'm not saying it's going to, and I really think like everybody's overblowing it, but uh, you you should you know just be safe out there, wash your hands. But it, it really just goes to show you, like, people stopped caring about the Democratic debates. Nobody's talking about Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders. Nobody's talking about Trump being an asshole. Or at least you're not seeing it. I mean, I'm you're sure not you, seeing yeah, it. Yeah. You, you have to go find it. That's not the breaking news. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but you're, no, politicians, you're absolutely right. Politicians, that's a, for every 80%, you probably got 20% good. Lawyers. That's, yeah. that's one that... And by the way, that kind of leans on to politicians is a lot of lawyers end up becoming politicians. It's people that know the rule book really well and can bend it to their will. It's very fucky. (laughs) Very dirty, very dirty game that we play for sure. Anything else? No, man, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm really glad that we got to do this episode. Uh, I wish we, I wish I had more to say about Uzi. I know you guys, you guys know that I'm, I'm a big fan of Uzi. I, I praise him all the time, but uh, it just it wasn't a a big big deal for me this this drop. Maybe the next one will be, but Heaven or Hell by Don Tolliver, great great outing for him, and uh, I can't wait to for you guys to really really hear about Jay Electronic. That's what I want to talk about more than anything. Yes. So stay tuned. For the Jay Electronica episode, I think for we're sure. gonna have a Jay Harlow and Chicka episode coming for you too, so stay tuned for those. Jack Harlow and Chicka, yep. Ooh, Any, okay. Anything, anything else you got to say for him before I we ride out? I don't. Go ahead, hit him. Hit him with that curry. Let's do it. Cloud Cobain, Denzel Curry. If you haven't listened, go check out Denzel Curry Unlocked, Kenny Beats. <laughs> I just wanna feel myself. You want me to kill myself? Man, I've been on my own, Lord, I'ma need some help. I just wanna feel myself. You want me to kill myself? Man, I've been so damn long dealing with the things I feel. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see